All right, good morning, everybody. We're ready to go here. So we've got, a, as I mentioned before, we've got a special guest today uh, with everything that's going on with the stimulus package, uh, with the SBA, uh, whether for loans for small businesses and well, there's a bunch of stuff. A lot of that is having a direct impact on independent contractors as well as staffing. So I've asked the CEO of Timberline Bank, Jim Peterson, um, super smart guy, also a friend of mine, which probably means he's not as smart as I thought he was. Um, uh, one of the things that I really like about his model is that he's got banks both in resort markets and traditional markets. So I think he's going to be able to answer some questions that are going to be really relevant to all of us. Uh, Jim, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, thank you, guys. The opportunities for banks right now is is to help our customers buy time. Uh, we know that the, this economy will recover. Uh, that they will get through this, but in the short term, you know, how, how are we going to make sure that they're around when, when this gets over and the economy starts to take off? So right now at Timberline, we're actively working through our customer list to reach out to each of them with, with some lifelines. Uh, our goal is to work with our customers to make sure that they have 12 to 18 months worth of uh, cash or availability to cash to, uh, to make sure they make it to the other side of this. We, we don't think it's going to last anywhere close to that long, but we feel that giving our customers the peace of mind that they could weather it for that long uh, will allow them to go out and really concentrate on their business and, and not only surviving this, but maybe finding a way to thrive within it. Um, we, we don't want you um, worrying about where, where, the, where the next paycheck, so to say, is going to come from. We want to make sure that that's ironed out for all of you. Uh, a big part of our bank's philosophy has always been let let us do the banking uh, and handle that for you, and, and you go out and you run your business. We have a couple questions, Jim. Um, one is, is the lending sector talking with the insurance sector to see if a business complies to a mandatory closure by city, county, uh, or state can qualify the business to receive business loss payments from insurers? No. We haven't had any calls for that. And then um, from Shannon Per Joel, our CPA on this uh, economic disaster loan, if we retain 80% um, if our payroll of our payroll, then 80% of debt will be forgiven. Is that what you heard? That's not what I've heard. What I've heard is that there is the debt forgiveness uh, initially was going to be tied to the number of employees that you kept, and there was going to be a reduction uh, if you didn't keep all your employees. The latest stuff I've heard has not had that in there. Um, I'm not sure if I just missed it or, or if it has yet to be finalized. So Jim, again, just, uh, just for clarification. So what, what you're suggesting to your customers is, Hey, uh, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Let's go ahead and, uh, make the submission application for loans that are being made available through the uh, stimulus package, uh, put it behind the glass. So it's there, it's available in the event of emergency. Uh, and in just taking every opportunity, like is now, and, and yeah. then I guess my follow up question to that is, are the messages the same? Because obviously the resort markets have had a very, very different experience with just being completely and totally shut down. Um, what are you seeing um, as similarities or differences between the two markets? Yeah. So to answer your first question, any, any problem that you have in this type of environment that you can take worst case scenario, 
swallow it, fix it, and move on, do that. And banking's one of those. If it, do that for any, any other worst-case scenarios that you can quantify and, and find a fix for it and get it out of your mind and just assume it's happened and, and now you know you're prepared for it. As far as resort markets go, it, it, it is there at a level or two higher than we are. You know, hotels have no people staying there, and, and we're having those people reach out to us and, and do the deferment pay programs out there. Um, quicker than we're having it here locally. So I would say they're two weeks ahead in the, uh, in the equation and, and they're starting to calm down and, and figure out where, where this is going and where it's at. And, and I think Aspen is the, the market where they had the, the cases earliest. And, and I think they would tell you there's probably light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, we're just kind of going into the tunnel and, and they're, they're saying a couple more weeks. They think that they're they're going to start opening up for business. Uh, hopefully, they're right and not just be an optimist. But I think that's the biggest difference is they're two weeks mentally further into this and kind of over the scariness and ready to hunker down and figure out how to make it to the good times again. No, yeah. um, I, uh, I I heard a report that uh, the unemployment rate projections were expected. I think they're in the threes now. Uh, with, uh, I don't know, about over 3 million applications uh, for unemployment, uh, it was it yesterday? Um, but the expectation is that it's going to climb to somewhere between 8 and 10%. With this stimulus package, is what are you seeing or what are you hearing as far as an unemployment uh, over the next 30 to 60 days? You know, the reality of that unemployment is that the, the Aspen market is going to be hurt the worst, right? That's a very heavy hospitality uh, issue up there. And, and, you know, you look at the employee housing um, situation up there, they're going to have to make some steps in that city to help those people make their, their payments. Uh, in Grand Junction, that's an issue as well. Um, but I don't think we'll see that that effect as, as big here. So I don't, I, I don't really have the knowledge to speak to where we're going to get to as a, as a country, I can tell you, we'll take different steps in Aspen to help those people than what will be necessary in Grand Junction. And, and that uh, stimulus package, getting that $1,200 in everybody's hands, a lot of us probably wouldn't think that that is a lot of money. But if you look at the expense side of the equation, it's cut, right? I mean, nobody's spending what they were spending going into this. And so I think I think stretching that out as long as possible until things get back to normal uh, will make sure that everyone's able to put food on the table. But that $1,200 being directed directly into our economy the way it may have been in the, in the past, I, I don't see that happening. Those people are going to hunker down and use that for food, not, not for going out and entertainment and the things that we really need to get our economy spurred. So the time when we can lift these restrictions are what we're really watching to when pain stops. When, when do things get back to normal? I have another question. When things get, I'll, I'll answer that then take the question. I, we have no idea what, what's normal, what's going to be normal <laughs> after this. I, you know, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Uh, um, it seems like the whole country is going to follow the big cities. Um, they don't really have a divided plan between small towns and big cities. In my personal opinion, you know, probably didn't get enough of a start here uh, in Grand Junction market. So it, it may get drug out longer um, before things get back to normal. But when, when things are better in New York is probably when we'll all get the restrictions lifted. Does anyone have a mortgage through CHFA that was able to get their payments deferred at all? 
Um, I feel like some mortgage companies are offering that and some are not. I, I, I don't have any information on that. Yeah, and this is a, this is a case-by-case uh, situation. I mean, you know, we're seeing it uh, on all levels, obviously, as a, as a rather large property management company. We have some of our, our, the landlords that we represent coming out in advance saying, hey, listen, uh, we'd like to grant some relief to our tenants. We've got others that are sort of taking the, uh, the tact of we're just going to sit and wait and see what's wait and see approach. Uh, and then we've got others that have said that they're not. So it is a case by case, business by business situation. Uh, by the way, that also applies to, to vendors and everything down to, to you know, your, your cable company. So uh, for, from your perspective, I know we've talked about this, that, that uh, obviously health and safety is the number one concern. Uh, the sooner we can get ahead of the curve on the spread of the virus, the sooner we can all get back to work. The second piece to this, though, is just because there are other segments that are in quote-unquote crisis doesn't mean that your business needs to be in crisis. So by planning now and taking advantage of some of these programs that Jim's talking about, uh, you can get ahead of that and make sure that, you, uh, that you're, you're healthy business-wise as well. Um, so any info on the 1031 delays and what if closing deadlines aren't um, and what if closing deadlines aren't hit? The answer to the question is this is where um, both um, lawyers and CPAs are going to need to get involved uh, because we do mm -hmm. we are seeing some of these addendums uh, being added to our purchase and sale agreements asking for the op option to delay and we're going to need to make sure that when we're writing contracts, especially in the 1031 exchange world, that we are keeping in mind that there are options for delay. Uh, my, my assumption, but only an assumption, it is not a, not a knowledge-based uh, answer, uh, is that the, the IRS will make some um, uh, changes maybe or some exceptions to that rule, but, but I think we need to write our contracts as though they are not. Um, do you have any concerns about inflation or the cure being worse than the problem? Not really. I mean, we, we need to take care of this in the short term. There will be fallout. There will be unintended consequences here. But uh, getting money injected into this economy and, and uh, keeping it moving at all until it gets rolling again is, is our primary focus here. So we'll do anything to do our part um, for that. And um, I've heard that some lenders are pulling back right now. It's Timberline. No, this is the time. I mean, th this is what our company was made for. Um, you know, it's it's not time to run for the hills. It is time to, to grab your customer's hand or, or elbow in this case, since we're not allowed to shake hands anymore um, and, and walk them through this fire. This is uh, this is another problem out there and, and uh, um, one that banks are most adequately designed to handle. So work with your customers, be a resource for your customers. And uh, I, this is an opportunity. I, the last time we got our butts kicked uh, when the economy snuck up and surprised us, uh, this is as big a surprise, one we didn't see coming, but we've been preparing for it and we are going to grow and we are going to be better for this. And any customer that has the privilege of doing business with us is going to be better as well. So look out for the Timberline guys. They're going to go out and grow. They're going to be better at the end of this. And if your customers need that pep talk, give it to them, send them over. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of them. Um, what's the interest, right now, uh, interest rate today right now? Non-consequential. 
<laughs> I'll give you money. Do you care? I mean, I, I, come in and we'll get you the best rate that's available out there, but we don't compete on rate. We're, we offer better service, better products, and, and our know-how. So uh, below 10%. So, so I hope what, what you all just heard of there, you know, there are discount shops and then there are full service shops, just like there are discount brokerages and there are full service brokerages. You know, it's great when everybody's out there and, you know, everything's easy and people are just trying to compete on price. But when you are really, when the chips are down, when things get really challenging is when we all need a trusted advisor. We need leadership. And what Timberline is saying is, hey, we're going to, we're going to go out and we're going to provide that leadership. We are going to prepare our clients and our customers and our communities so that they can thrive in this situation and no longer be afraid. Yeah, and I don't want any way to think that we're we're preying on anyone. I mean, we're our rates are starting in the fours or low fives, but we're we're not out there trying to be the cheapest in the market. We're trying to be the best. And then uh, Todd, so one of the, uh, question came in about the smaller markets, and I'm wondering where you're getting the info that that things are calming down in the small towns. If you have better info than we have, we would love to be able to share that with our community. Like Eagle County, the the they're going up. Cases are going up. Yeah, I didn't hear anybody say that the cases were going down. Did I miss something? No. I think in Aspen, they were going down. Oh, no, no. He was talking about mindset-wise, oh. that, that they're just two weeks further into this. And so while, you know, for example, uh, uh, Montana was just put under emergency order last night, it's very fresh and new to them, and they've been operating sort of in a different way of life. The folks in Aspen have been doing this now for three or four weeks. And so that, that's what he was talking about. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're still, you know, they're still growing the number in Aspen and, and they just have had a little time to normalize, focus more on, you know, what they're going to do short and long-term with their business to make sure they're here at the end where when we're talking to the Grand Junctions, it's still very new to them and they haven't really uh, more of a deer in the headlights than, than calming. Um, this is all stuff that uh, that you've got people in your in your world that this is confusing. Again, more uncertainty. Uh, the fact that the government is saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to step in and we're going to put some things in place in the event that this does get strung out and that we do have economic impact," um, but it, it includes everything. Like there's a, a the the lunch program for kids. We've all talked about this on these calls about how so many kids get their meals from school and the fact that school's not here, uh, what are those kids doing? And there's, there's money in there for that. There's money in there for, um, uh, for other charities. There's, uh, there's certainly money uh, in there for different governments. Uh, one, the one that I thought was kind of funny as I was, I was reading through that I've got a summary that I'll, I'll forward you all of the, of the bill, but there was something in here for the arts, $75 million for the arts, uh, which I'm pretty sure nobody's enjoying right now anyway. Um, but, uh, but lots and lots of programs in here that you all should definitely make yourselves aware of. Um, Jim, if, uh, so I'm gonna send them that email. Um, if somebody wanted to follow up and get more information, who should they be calling um, within your yeah. organization? I'll include my contact information. They can, they can direct questions directly to me and, and if it's customers, I can get them in the right spot. All right, well, um, again, you guys, I'll send out an email as soon as I get it from mm -hmm. Jim uh, with this information and contact information so you have a resource of somebody that you can pick the phone up and have a conversation with. 
Jim Peterson, CEO, Timberline Bank. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you being here. Thank you very, uh, very much. Yeah, this was this is a huge help for everybody and uh, obviously crazy uncertain times and you're giving us a little calm and certainty in it. So I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.